And welcome to the very first episode of My Bad Influence, Lessons from My Left-Wing Friend. And uh, let, let me specify that I too am left-wing, but I am left-wing because of this guy. So um, I will welcome Jason Bombeck uh, to, the, to the program. <laughs> did, did you just pronounce my last name wrong? Probably. Bombeck. We've known each other. <laughs> I said Bombeck. <laughs> For literally half you're, of your Irma's son, right? <laughs> literally half of our lives, and you're like yeah. Bombeck, Bombeck. <laughs> hey, it's better than Bombatch. Yeah, Bombatch. Uh, and I am Todd Brunson, and uh, we have been friends for. We always said friends for a decade, but that was like a decade ago. Now it yeah, seems um, like. We've been well. I knew you we, in fourth grade. I was going to say we knew each other in in elementary school. We weren't really close friends then, but we became pretty good friends. I would say like middle school, right? Yeah, like between middle school and high school. Yeah, somewhere like eighth, ninth grade. So um, that Excuse was around. Like, the time. Dig my own grave. <laughs> and now we're in our thirties, and uh, we decided that. Uh, with the pandemic that uh, we don't get to see each other in the small spurts that we saw each other before the <laughs> pandemic, because we have lives. Uh, well, one of us has a life. The other one, <laughs> you have a life. Having... It's just an overnight life. Yeah. You know, working all yeah. the time, working yeah. for the man, which is going to totally feed into this whole thing. Yeah. I will say that Jason, uh, the, the best way I could put it, corrupted me during high school and and by corrupted i mean just like kind of showed me things that i wasn't aware of and you know it took me out of my sheltered middle class life that i grew up in you know in white suburbia he introduced me to like you know obviously well punk music and all kinds of stuff but more importantly socio-political ideas that i had never really had a grasp on and and still things that i'm i'm getting more into uh as the days go by so what I came to Jason to ask him to do for this is I figured every month we could pick a topic that he knows enough about to kind of give you a dumbed down version of here's what it is. Keyword enough. enough. <laughs> uh, to give you the gist of, of a certain topic. This episode is more of an intro to, to know who we are and know what we're trying to set out to do. Uh, with this show so we can just kind of roll them out from there Speaking but, which, who the fuck are you uh, <laughs> so, that's a good question so i'm todd brunson i uh, grew up and live in the same city that i have always lived in here in suburban michigan uh just outside of detroit he's afraid of flying yeah i'm afraid of flying i like long walks on the beach i'm an aries <laughs> i'm a virgo <laughs> i don't i don't i don't give a shit yeah yeah if i see that on a dating profile it's swipe left baby <laughs> you're you're a libra oh, oh mystic <laughs> bullshit don't care i grew up in a household where um uh, i don't honestly know if my mom ever voted my mom passed away when i was in when i was 15 um, but my dad always kind of said he just voted for whoever he liked better. So for me, uh, 
I just kind of went with that. I didn't really know much about politics, didn't pay attention much to it. But I grew up sort of it, it, more right leaning in certain aspects uh, when I was younger. And then by high school, that's when Jason uh, popped into your life. Yeah, popped into my life like, like a, a boil, like a, <laughs> like a boil. I was going to say a genie, but sure, let's let's go with a boil. That's more accurate. Uh, <laughs> let's uh, let's here's your your uh, background. Um, I my name's Jason. Uh, I am a labor organizer with the Ypsilanti Industrial Workers of the World. Uh, I'm also just a left-wing nut job who likes to corrupt everybody I know. I grew up all over southeast Michigan. I moved a lot. I hung out with drug dealers when I was 10 years old. I've had a very weird long life, even mm -hmm. though I'm only 32. And I came into left-wing politics when I started asking too many questions at church. <laughs> You, you know what? I, I, that is something I was going to say that we, I used to go to like, it wasn't youth group. It was literally, I, I did go to youth group with one of my friends for a little while. Um, and then I would go every once in a while to church with you. But mm -hmm. I remember one time like watching Veggie Tales in the reflection on my watch, uh, watch face because I was so bored. Or I think the one time we were both reading Revelations like it was a comic book. Yes. But like just anything to entertain ourselves. I don't know why I went because I hated church. I was religious at the time, but I hated church. Yeah, I I was forced to go to church by my parents. My mom's like super um, right wing, mm -hmm. which probably explains a lot. Yeah. Um, I, your and, dad, your dad, too. Right. Or is he? Not? Uh, he's he's ambivalent. OK, that that makes sense. Yeah. Okay. He, he everyone smiles, spews something. You're like, ooh, uh oh, uh oh, uh oh. Uh -oh. <laughs> but mostly he doesn't follow anything. Um, I gotcha. Okay. Yeah, I, so I grew up in like a super Christian household, which is why I'm now wearing a T-shirt with a pentagram on it that says "Things for All the Good Times, Satan." Yes. Um, yep. Because growing up religious only goes one of two ways: either you become super religious, or you become very not religious. Mm -hmm. Um. So uh, after asking too many questions at work, I started going to the library, and that's how I got into at music. church. At church. You said yes. at work. Oh, sorry. <laughs> you weren't working that early. Oh, well, you were because your mom used to call and make you come clean the wall <laughs> all the time. And my dad never understood that. Yeah. I was a janitor at one point for yeah. my mom. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> which is why I'm still a janitor today. Uh, and so I started asking too many questions at uh, church. And so I went, ended up going to the library for like music because I had some suicide problems. So I was like, oh, I've never tried to be a musician before. I should get into music. So I started listening to jazz and like that kind of stuff. And uh, I also, while I was there, got some books by like Emma Goldman and uh, that kind of thing. And uh, it led yeah. to a whole new way of thinking. And I was like, oh, this makes way more sense. And just asking the question, why is everything the way it is? And does it have to be that way? Because my parents grew up in a generation that likes to just be like, well, that's the way it is. Yep. Yeah, and I'm like, well, it wasn't always that way. Well, in my can make it different. And my parents were even older than your parents. Yeah, you know. Um, so my dad's in his 70s now. Yeah, it, it's very much a well. You work hard and you do this, but then you start to look at things and you're like, well, yeah, but you know, yes, you made less, but the cost of living was a lot less, and yeah. you were able to do these things easier because it didn't require this, that, and the other. Uh, well, I was I was going to jump in there when you're talking about religion real quick and say that uh, I gave up religion after my mom passed away. And, but I grew up religious enough. We didn't go to right. church, but I was religious enough. And then I realized atheism was for me. It was sort of one of those like, oh, if 
my mom was a really good religious person and she still got cancer and died then why that doesn't add up yeah yeah and then um if there is a god i don't want to worship him <laughs> right right uh just what kind of what i am i'm kind of i kind of consider myself an ape uh atheist mm -hmm. like i'm apathetic towards if there is a god or not like yeah yeah i i i know i explained it one time uh to somebody and they're like oh i think you're agnostic and i'm like no i'm not worried about whether there is or not i just don't care yeah like if there is i look at the world and go well he's not very good at his job right exactly there you go so yeah i guess count me in on that yeah. uh but but back to the point of uh what we were talking about was you know like my dad wasn't super like oh you need to get a job but i remember hearing a lot of people around me saying like oh you know when i went and got a job i just walked in and was like hey i'd like to work here and they're like well come back tomorrow and yeah. you know and it's like no now you need it, it it's funny because you almost need a college degree to get a job but to get that job you need experience but to get the college, you know, it's, it's, and then you fill out 6,000 online applications that ask you the same fucking question over yeah. and over again. Or my, my personal favorite is first you upload, you your, upload resume, your resume and then they ask you all the shit on your resume and you manually input it after you've literally just uploaded your resume and you just be like, see resume. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not here to make a podcast about like, Oh, it's so much harder for us because it, it's not harder for us in in a lot of ways it's just it's different it's a different yeah. world than what our parents or grandparents or who have you grew up in totally and, and in some and ways they, better world but not necessarily in other ways and then i'm i'm and i'm just saying like they just have a different generational mindset like exactly as, like they see the way the world is and go okay that's how it is and i'm like no not good enough I, like, I think our generation is very much like why is it that yeah, way and like, is there a way to change this because this isn't right yeah you like know? you know i would see people like i was homeless at one point you know and mm -hmm. i used to see people that were homeless and i was just like that doesn't seem like why i thought we were rich in this country like yeah. why can't we deal with that yeah and, and let people just be like oh that's the way it is you know some people are rich, some people are poor and it's like but why why right, right there's that's no left-wing left -wing politics so. right exactly and that there's there's no good reason for yeah. it to be that way and exactly. uh it's it's something is it an easy fix no we're not going to be able to sit here and come up with the fix but you can theorize what could lead to the fix and if you can imagine the better world yeah the world is possible exactly so, someone imagined this world yeah not me but somebody <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> definitely not us is this Probably someone with a lot of fucking money yes and and uh, that that is the key is that it's um well that'll be an episode anyway <laughs> capitalism and, and it's all its evils i'm sure but i figured since jason was so good at kind of more or less dumbing down everything for me to understand it with a mind that didn't really go political much that i do have a history of turning people I know on to left-wing ideas and really turning them from just like, eh, whatever, blah, 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 yeah. politics to like, you know, in the fight. Right. Like right now at work, uh, I've signed up th three people for the IWW in the right. year I've worked there. <laughs> right. So like, that's just the kind of, and this time you didn't get fired for it, which we can go Not into yet. in a later episode. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But um, yeah, but yeah, about that time, about mm -hmm. the time I started reading all this stuff, I'm like, uh, 
getting into left-wing politics is when Todd and I started hanging out. Mm-hmm. And when I met Todd, he had short hair, only listened to Elvis. And uh, the, maybe the Beatles, but barely. Yeah. Maybe. And, and was a Republican. Basically. And, yeah. <laughs> and in that you time... You got to remember, at this time frame, we're coming out of 9-11 where like, everybody yeah. put you know, W and oh my God, it hurts to think about, but Rudy Giuliani on a pedestal of like these great men have, yeah, it's, oh, oh, the great fall far. (laughs) (laughs) If you even want to think he's great, but I mean, trying to look unbiased, he did a few good things in that time period. He could have rested on those laurels for the rest of his life, but instead he really had to rewrite his own history. Like anytime he erased that shit. And anytime someone would have been like, Rudy Giuliani did this before 9-11, and he'd be like, well, 9-11, though. 9-11. I was, I was there on TV during now, 9-11. Now all he's got to say is, that auto center. Yeah, the, yeah, the lawn care center. <laughs> the lawn, uh, or whatever it was, yeah. Ooh. Ooh. That's, yeah. Hey, but, hey, guys, remember 9-11? <laughs> Never forget! <laughs> there, somebody's going to take that and cut that part out. Remember 9-11? Never forget, and me cackling that's gonna be taken out of context now that's gonna be great for us um uh, that'll okay, be that's our, the time we met there's our commercial yeah right uh, you know what's funny i was thinking about this we're doing this podcast and we totally have the option to uh to monetize it <laughs> so i'm like well we're gonna have an episode against capitalism is that the one we don't well that's <laughs> the thing that's something we'll get into during capitalism, but like mm-hmm. we do live in a capitalist society and there is no ethical consumption under capitalism. Right. So your participation isn't it is the, the solution as Fred Hampton used to say, the solution to capitalism isn't better capitalism, it's socialism. But mm-hmm. like the whole oh don't buy from this company because they're bad and don't do this because it's capitalism just doesn't make any like that's not better. It's just yeah. Like I know it, it like seems like it would work, but then they just something else crops up. That's how capitalism works. Right. It, it's to like change it's, the system as a whole. Something else sees, oh, there's a need here because they're all avoiding that. So now yeah, I can look, get in. I'm here. a I'm a cool boss. Yeah. yeah. Buy from my company, you know. Mm-hmm. So um but you were saying you met me, I had short hair, blah blah blah. Short hair Republican uh, Republican ish. only listen to Elvis. Oh, I did and, beat you at risk a lot. <laughs> and I remember you flipping the board like fucking Republican. <laughs> uh, at least all my countries had health care <laughs> in risk. <laughs> healthcare was don't fucking get sick. <laughs> my healthcare now is walk it off or die. <laughs> yeah, fair. rub so, a little dirt in it. You'll be all right. Yeah. So that's when we met. And then Todd and I started playing music. Mm hmm. Not well, for some, re- for some reason. I taught you drums, and that still feels weird to me, because I I am still not a drummer. I can play drums, but I am not a drummer. I just taught you the basics. You you took it further than I could well, teach you. Anyone can play drums. If you can count to four, you can play drums. Right. It's pretty simple. Right. But, um, but yeah, then that led to us uh, on and off for a few years, just like dicking around and playing um add in one or two people every once in a while that we'd play music with and maybe have a pseudo band uh usually it was like just playing music and record some stuff uh with a friend or two and then eventually we're like hey 
let's actually start a real band and try to write something together and not only just record, but actually go out and play this stuff because you, I think had started already. Were you doing oh, yeah. this, Jason before the fuzz? I was doing the deep end in high school. Oh, that's right. You were doing the deep end. So you had went out and played and stuff. I yeah, was, yeah. it's funny because I was in choir for six years and I still hated getting on stage. I'm still to this day, a little bit, uh, get a little bit of stage fright going up there. Uh, luckily now, stage fright. yeah, see you're, you, that's why, but I felt less stage fright when I would be playing with uh, one of your other bands, nameless, when I would play bass and I wouldn't have to be the main focus and you're, you're up there being the front man. And so Crazy like, person. Yeah. yeah. And so all eyes are on you. I can just sit there and enjoy playing bass and which I do love playing bass. It's fun to kind of just sit back and be like, I don't have to carry anything. I'm just here <laughs> to kind of underpin everything. And it's nice. And then of course I would yell bass solo and no one would ever let me bass solo. Um, <laughs> Cause y'all bitches, but, uh, <laughs> but then the fuzz came about when, uh, we decided that, okay, well, we've tried playing where we have, I had tried rather with like, you know, three or more people in a band and it always ended up being two people would totally agree on something, but the third person would be like, I don't like it. And then it would be this sort of like, okay, well let's switch it up and let's try this. And then the other person wouldn't like it. Jason and I have a different enough sense of musicality that we could kind of mesh them together and be like, all right, here's an interesting sound. Our musical taste as a band very much reflected our personalities. We're like, I'm very much in the extreme. Yeah. And you're like more grounded and we would just kind of meet somewhere. Yeah. That's why we tug a little one way or tug a little mm -hmm. the other. Yeah. And I always really enjoyed that. Like I, I won't put you on blast in the, in, a, in the first episode of this podcast <laughs> and say, if ever you're like, fuck it, let's play again. I would totally be down to revive the fuzz. I know that's not in your cards right now, but I am still totally down to do that again. If, if COVID goes away and shows ever happen again, there's like four bands that I would come out of retirement to start. Mm-hmm. And one of them is a wipers cramps type band, mm -hmm. just like that driving kind of thing. Yeah. Um, and then one of them is like a slint bedhead type band that's like real quiet and like has like the talk vocals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the other one is like White House but left wing politics. And White <laughs> House is like uh, their um, what are they called? Uh, power violence band. Oh god. Okay. Pa pow power electronics. So it's like yeah. sirens and like just swing like a fucking eel. But like they have yeah. like some real fucked up shit. Yeah. In their, in their lyrics and their artwork and stuff. Yeah. Stuff that you're like, I don't know if they're Nazis, but they're <laughs> definitely not good people. Yeah. Yeah. So that, but the good. But, yeah. The, the other side, side of it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The screaming about like, you know, maybe feed people, you assholes, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, the fuzz already did an infinite uh, breakup reunion tour. That was every <laughs> every show we played. We always broke up at the end of it and said we were uh, this is our last show. This is our last show, except for the last show when nobody believed us. And it really was our last show. But and we were giving away somebody. records and they really didn't think. What's that? And I almost killed somebody. <laughs> you did because the stick, the metal drumstick broke. And just after after off. ten years, it finally broke. And ten like, years, and it was our last show. I think the last song, song of our last yeah. show. Yeah, it was very fucking weird. And it like, was it was very symbolic of it. it. Almost murked somebody. <laughs> Band done. <laughs> but um. But yeah. So 
That's a long way of saying I've got some records for sale. Yeah. Space. <laughs> you guys like want to go to myspace.com? No, I'm kidding. No, spacehay.com. Yeah. There you go. Spacehay. Um, they're gonna they're setting up the artist pages. Oh, are they like, really? Hell yeah. <laughs> Just bringing it back, baby. The last band I had with uh MySpace was um last place champs. <laughs> oh my god. So that was a failed failed thing. For first that, was, band. that was a band that we had that like you didn't even play drums in that yet. I know just you were going to play bass. Maybe. I don't know. I, I think I played drums on one or two songs. We never actually recorded much. In fact, I think all the ver- versions of the songs that we wrote during that time period were you and I playing them later. Yeah, uh, that's all. I, I, I'm i sure there's cassette tapes somewhere. And wow. <laughs> yeah. Back in the day where we had to set the cassette recorder between the drums and the guitar amp and the amp guitar amp that I had the mic plugged into. And I had to try to balance it that way. Yeah. Uh, oof, Mix- yeah. Mixing was maybe over yeah, here. Mix- yeah. Mixing over was here? moving my- <laughs> moving the actual tape recorder around. Oh, my God. We're old. <laughs> yes, we are. So you um, kids got it too damn easy to record <laughs> your, your, your hip hops. Uh, <laughs> you can do it on your goddamn phone now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, also not that it matters, not that anybody cares, but we are being COVID safe. We're doing this via uh, Zoom. And when it warms up, uh, we'll probably socially distance record in either at his house or in my backyard or something we'll yeah we'll uh, figure it out or we'll get vaccinated because hopefully yeah. it's coming yeah so, fucking hope so there's a light at the end of the tunnel and everybody's gonna fuck it up i know it yeah. <laughs> all right guys just be cool just be cool for like three more months just yeah. be fucking just be cool. fucking cool i want to see um, black widow in theaters please <laughs> i just just be cool yeah i would say uh I have done further corrupting upon myself more now. Um, not that you didn't influence it, but you you would you would give me names. Rolling. Well, yeah, you got the ball rolling, but you gave me names in passing, like Emma Goldman. I started reading some of her stuff. I started reading some Bakunin stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I just had another friend mention that I should read some Noam Chomsky things, and um, the the. So here's the thing. I'll be completely honest because I don't want to pretend to be this elitist, like super uh, intellectual mind that just can absorb all these dense books and be like, I understand everything. No, that's the point of this is that while I read those books and I can get the gist of it for the most part, there are some parts of it that I'm sort of I glaze over and I'm like, I don't know what the fuck is being talked about, but I get that uh, capitalism bad this good (laughs) got it you know so like my thing has always been whether it be politics sometimes music uh fuck marvel movies i always just go to jason and go give me the gist of this give me the backstory of this this. yeah have you what is what are they trying to say with this because i read this and i'm not 100 sure what i'm getting out of this yeah so i figured having jason and i discuss one topic uh i think monthly I believe we're going to do. Yeah, yeah. We figured that we can kind of share that with you because there's enough people out there like me that that want to get into this, but don't necessarily have the time or even care to like read massive amounts of, yeah, of like, books. Re- reading theory is fine uh, if you're into like big philosophy books and stuff. Like I, I do that for fun just because I'm a fucking weirdo. But Which like, is why I usually come to you and go, yeah. "Hey, would I even enjoy reading this?" 
But outside of getting like a PhD or something, like you don't need to read it. No. Just just getting sum ups from people who do read it for like their job or like their degree is totally fine. Like there's a whole section of YouTube that's all about like breaking down these theories and showing real life examples. And a lot of theory problematically is like just that theory. And right. like it's not until you apply it to the real world where you're like, all right, there's some kinks in this. Right. Um, well, um, because I did read uh, the Communist Manifesto, and if you read that, you're like, you know, most of this doesn't sound half bad. But like, like we've talked about before, it's like, yeah, but you put that into practice, and it it turns into a dictatorship eventually. Yeah, like yeah. it, so there's just things of that nature that that are like, yeah, sure, on paper and in a perfect world where everybody's on board, yeah. But you're, I mean, just look at the last like eight years, even right. you can. You see people who were staunchly against, you know, left wing people in general just because they were too progressive. You can't get people on board with everything necessarily. And there are even if we switch how everything runs, you know, people, I'm sure, are still going to have an issue somewhere along the line. It's getting the gist of an idea and can it be implemented? And if so, how? And then if not, why right. why why was this theoretically a good idea but here's how it would fall apart you know it, it, we just kind of want to go over that kind of stuff so so you don't have to do all of the work necessarily because i think it should be easily accessible to everybody so they at least can go into at the very least an argument with somebody right. with a little bit of knowledge in their back pocket of like right. oh i heard this and i'm not saying we're the end all be all of everything yeah but let me just disclaimer i like like a lawyer would say <laughs> uh, this is legal advice like i i'm just a guy who's read some stuff yeah or, like watched a bunch of stuff and like actually participated in left-wing stuff yeah that's my that's that's my resume you know yeah. what i mean like i'm not I'm not here to tell you what to think or whatever like totally if i say something that's wrong i'll probably say something that's wrong i'll probably say something that's stupid <laughs> and I'll probably change my mind at some point. And we'll that's, probably that's, go on tangents because we've been best friends for fucking years. So yeah. that's just what happens. It'll remind us of some stupid story that you don't care about. Yeah, you'll also hear a lot about how weird my life has been. Right. <laughs> uh, jump back to you mentioning uh, even like suicidal tendencies back and not the band, but your actual <laughs> suicidal tendencies. Yeah, I just wanted a Pepsi. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like to... Every once in a while, when somebody talks about our friendship or something, I'm like, his mom sat me down next to him and said, is Jason suicidal to my face while you were not even a foot away from me? Like, <laughs> and then I went, well, I don't think so. What do you say? Do you throw your friend <laughs> the bus and be like, yeah, he's going to a, a mental institution tomorrow now because you <laughs> open your mouth like, well, yeah, said it. <laughs> like, no, I knew her. <laughs> I knew her right. enough that it was like. Jason's getting a handle on things. I'm not going to ruin this for him. Yeah, that leads up to um, we're both 30-something-year-old uh, white guys. Uh, yes. In, uh, and so we had to start a podcast. <laughs> like, yeah. legally. Legally, yeah. So here's just a few of the things that we wrote down that, that we want to discuss in the coming months. We want to talk about unions, which is a big thing that's near and dear to Jason's heart. Yep, yep, yep. Um, and that I still honestly don't know a ton about. 
uh, we want to talk about socialism and uh, different types. And, you know, you, people throw it around like a dirty word. And I, I want us to get out like, well, here's what they're thinking it is. And here's what it actually is. And here's different versions. Fascism, which was pretty pro- popular for about four years there uh, here <laughs> in America. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it was popular for a long time before. It, well, yeah, it's been popular for a long time. It just got to the forefront uh, there for a minute. Uh, communism versus Marxism, capitalism and why it sucks. Um, the role of violence and protest. I know there's one that I want to talk about eventually, but we both kind of need to do a little research on because it's a tough one. When the Republican and Democratic parties kind of shifted what to do about white privilege the role of art existentialism and fighting for a better world gotcha yeah that's that was another idea you had so um in the coming months uh we will do that all right so there you go that's kind of a overview of us and what we want to do with this podcast this is Uh, my resume please see resume please see resume join us friday on my bad influence lessons from my left wing friend yeah i'll see you then (laughs) bye bye my bad influence lessons from my left wing friend stars todd brunson and jason bomback production by todd brunson music by jason bomback